Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
אלוקים תן לי רק עוד מתנה, מתנה קטנה אך נפלאה. אלוקים תן לי רק עוד מתנה, את השלום על פני האדמה. Thank you. 
J.M. in the A.M. David Melech Yisrael Chai Vikayam. That's Ellie Marcus. Eighth day with Days Are Coming. Rofe Chole, that's Shlomo Cohen. The Parvarim, I explained yesterday that I'm getting mu- very, very much into that album again <laughs> with uh, Tzileha Sheket, their album uh, that's a takeoff of um, Simon and Garfunkel. Up Like a Lion, that's Aryeh Kunstler, Yitz Henkin and Company with that medley in Elohim Natan, brand new from Yaakov Shweki. And Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. JM in the AM, it's a Wednesday on this December the 30th, day 15 in the month of Teves, the year 5781, Pei Aleph. 30 degrees, cloudy skies, high temperature of 44. Tonight, cloudy, some light rain, and a low of 41. 
Tomorrow, some morning rain and a high temperature of uh, a high temperature of forty-eight degrees. Yerushalayim right now is at fifty-nine. We're at thirty here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Jonathan Pollard, who served thirty years in prison, was greeted by Prime Minister Netanyahu at Ben Gurion Airport and received an Israeli ID card. Pollard had long voiced a desire to immigrate to Israel, which granted him citizenship. He and his wife Esther flew in a private plane belonging to the owner of the Israeli Daily Israel Hayom, Sheldon Adelson, from Newark International Airport in New Jersey. After his parole restrictions were lifted, Prime Minister Netanyahu told Pollard that Israel is waiting for you with open arms and greeted the couple on the plane's ramp at Ben Gurion International Airport Wednesday morning. Netanyahu presented Pollard with an Israeli identity card upon his arrival and said, Welcome back. It is great that you have finally come home. Now you can start life anew with freedom and happiness. Pollard said, we are ecstatic to be home at last after 35 years. We thank the people of Israel and the Prime Minister of Israel for bringing us home. No one is more proud of this country or its leader than we are. We hope to become productive citizens as soon and as quickly as possible and get on with our lives here. He added, this is a wonderful country. It has a tremendous future. It is the future of the Jewish people, and we are not going anywhere. The couple own an apartment in Jerusalem, and they will quarantine there for a fortnight. In an earlier statement, the Prime Minister said he had been committed to his release for many years and worked tirelessly for his return and that he expects Jonathan Pollard to arrive in Israel soon. Jonathan J. Pollard. Many of us prayed for him, wrote to him, some visited him, certainly uh, rallied for him and advocated for him when possible. Jonathan J. Pollard, born in the summer of 1954, arrested on November the 21st of 1985. And, um, and now he is in Israel. Pretty amazing. You know, um, it would be wrong not to uh, recognize those leaders in this country who took care of Jonathan Pollard for the last 35 years. And I don't know if there are many or not. I do know one of them is Rabbi Pesach Lerner. And it's possible he's the only one. Um, Certainly the only one for an extended period of time. So for those who are locked in to helping those who are incarcerated, especially incarcerated unfairly, right? Everyone agreed that even though Pollard, although many felt that he should be, um, should pay the price for what he did, the punishment I think everybody agreed was completely out of line in terms of the life sentence. So a... um, a um, dose of recognition to those who worked so hard to help him over the last 35 years 
and kept them going. I know um I know of somebody who um who visited him and got into and I know this story firsthand from the person who who actually was at the visit. Um and and got into a conversation with uh with one of the people who supervised Pollard's incarceration. And he basically opened up to this person, meaning the visitor, and said that we expected him to die in this place, you know, within five years of when he got here. That's how rough it is here, how difficult the conditions are. And he defied all odds. Yeah, he certainly uh, kept his focus on getting to the Holy Land. And he got there this morning. Unbelievable. J.M. in the A.M. at 22 minutes before the hour. Good morning, all. Thanks for joining us. Uh, those of you who have not yet made a year-end donation to help keep us going, we'd very much appreciate it. Donations at any time of the year are wonderful. Year-end donations might be very helpful in your whole tax situation, etc. If you want to speak with or write to our uh, tax consultant, Ralph Rosenbaum, Feel free at 1-800-TAX-CPA2 or ralph at taxcpa2.com, at ralph at taxcpa2.com. More coming up. It's Eitan Katz and Zusha at JM in the AM.
still are you.
J.M. and the A.M. with Schlockrock and Yif Code. Before that, Naira Hayisi done by the Kol Noar Boys Choir. The late, great Sherwood Goffin of blessed memory with Esainai. Olimli Rishalayim, that was Kobe Brummer, Joey Newcomb, and Baruch Levine, the spark in every yid. Eitan Katz and Zusha had Karva to open up that set. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard. On listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, in the beloved NSN app. We've got Galitzal in the background. There are news from Israel coming up. Jonathan Pollard and his wife have landed in Israel. I posted on Facebook a photo of him kissing the ground, the holy ground of Israel. Unbelievable. Greeted by the Prime Minister when he got off the private plane that took him from New Jersey to Tel Aviv. Unbelievable. All these years later, thinking of how we spoke about Jonathan Pollard on this show in the 80s and 90s, 2000s, the 2010s, and now at the end of 2020, he arrives in the Holy Land. Really unbelievable. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Toe from JM in the AM. יצאנו מירושלים השעה שתיים, שלום רב, אנרני אבנאי, עם מה שקורה עכשיו. הוועדה למנועים בכירים אישרה את המועמדות של ניצב קובי שבתאי לתפקיד מפכ"ל המשטרה, כתבתנו עדה שטייף. סוף סוף זה קורה. ועדת גולדברג אישרה את מנועיו של ניצב קובי שבתאי למפכ"ל המשטרה, ואת גונדר קטי פרי לנציבת שירות בתי הסוהר. השר לביטחון הפנים שבחר בשניים קורא לכלל חברי הממשלה לאשר את המינויים ללא דיחוי. נזכיר רק שביום ראשון הקרוב יפרשו מתפקידיהם ממלא מקום המפכ"ל ניצב מוטי כהן וממלא מקום נציב שב"ס גונדר אשר וקנין לאחר למעלה משנתיים וחצי בתפקידיהם כממלאי מקום.
מנכ"ל משרד הבריאות, הפרופסור חזי לוי, מספר לאמיר איבגי בגלי צה"ל, למרות העלייה בקצב החיסונים, אנחנו שוקלים להקשיח את הסגר. מתקרבים ל-700,000 מחוסנים, אנחנו אתמול חיסנו 152,000 איש. אנחנו רוצים להיכנס טוב יותר למגזר הערבי, שעדיין לא מיטיב להתחסן לצערי. במתכונת הנוכחית, אני לא בטוח שנצליח להוריד את התחלואה בזמן שרצינו, להיקפים שרצינו, ומשום שהתחלואה הולכת ועולה, ומשום שהחיסון עדיין... אינו מספיק מגן עלינו, אולי נצטרך להקשיח את הסגר. וברקע מספר המתחסנים הנמוך במגזר הערבי, במגזר איימן סייף, טוען אצל יעל דן, עלינו להדגיש את מספר התחנות למתן החיסונים. אם נגדיל את מספר התחנות ביישובים הערבים, זה יהיה יותר נגיש בעצם לאוכלוסייה. ומצד שני גם נגביר את המודעות ואת הקמפיינים ואת ההסברה אל מול האוכלוסייה הזאת, ויהיה פה תפקיד מאוד חשוב לצוותים הרופאים, נשנה את התמונה. אני לא חושב שזה חוסר אמון, אתה יודע, כאילו במערכת, כי אתה יודע, כפי שאמרת, יש לנו פרופסורים רופאים, והתברך פה באמת, צוותים רופאים מדהימים, כאילו בתוך החברה הערבית. וועדת החוקה אישרה בצהריים את ביטול הבידוד במלוניות לשבים מחו"ל. נתן ניתן יהיה להיבדק בשדה התעופה ולהיכנס לבידוד ביתי. כתבתנו עינב קרנר מציינת שבשעה זו קיבלו המבודדים במלוניות הנחיה להתארגן לקראת עזיבה. פיגוע לעיני המצלמות בתימן. מטח רקטות נחת על אולם הנוסעים בזמן נחיתת שרי הממשלה החדשה. במקום יש לפחות חמישה הרוגים, עשרות פצועים והרס רב. מדובר בממשלה גולה שמונתה בידי הנשיא המודח עבד רבו מנסור האדי, שסולק בידי החות'ים מצנעא לפני שש שנים. כתבנו לעניינים ערביים ג'קי חוגי מוסר, כי החשוד המיידי הוא ארגון סוני בשם הברית התימנית לרפורמה, המזוהה עם האחים המוסלמים ואל-קאעידה. מכאן למזג האוויר, הטמפרטורות גבוהות מהרגיל לעונה ברוב האזורים, בערי הצפון והמרכז, תנשבנה רוחות מזרחיות ערות. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. בחסות אוטודיפו, יש לכם נקר? קודש לכל אני חי עם האמת שמשתוללת בי עם אלף הרגלים עם כל צלקת שעל פניי אני יוצא שוב לפזר את המילים בין המציאות לשיגעון הכל חוזר אליי שם במקום ממנו באתי אין שלום והמסע הזה כבד קצת גדול עליי, אני צריך לגדול מזה ודי, לגדול מזה ודי. אווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווווו
אני צריך לגדול מזה ודי, לגדול מזה ודי.
JM in the AM Wednesday morning. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, uh, someone commented on the app about everybody who prayed all these years for Jonathan Pollard. I mentioned that earlier. Yeah, all of us who prayed for him for the last 35 years. Unbelievable. What unbelievable news that he's now in Israel with his wife. What unbelievable news. Check out my Facebook post, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel. Picture of Jonathan Pollard kissing the holy ground of Israel. Unbelievable. Gershon Veroba, Ni Israel. Yeah. That's probably what Jonathan Pollard was thinking when he was handed that identity card from the Israeli government. Amazing. Mordechai Shapiro, Einod Milvado, Ben Kodesh Lachol. That was Amir Dadon and Shuli Ran. J.M. and the A.M. on a Wednesday at 14 minutes after 7 o'clock. We're going to visit. Well, you know what? I'll hold it for the top of the hour. We're finally going to hear what was promised to us to be a great baseball story coming up at 8 o'clock. <laughs> and, yes, Steve Adelsberg is scheduled to be part of that conversation. That's coming up at 8 o'clock this morning, hopefully right here at JMDM. Mayor Weingarten scheduled for tomorrow. Thank you, Mayor. Mayor Weingarten scheduled for tomorrow morning, JM and the AM. I thank him for the morning off. I think it's like the third morning I'm off. Um, I think Thanksgiving and I think one day Cholamoid, right? I don't think I've been off since the start of COVID except for those two mornings. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, um, So Mayor tomorrow, thank you, Mayor. I'm just going to take a day off. And um, thank you to Avrami. He's doing another live lunch tomorrow, sitting in for me, and his live lunch tomorrow, starting at 11 a.m. on the final day of 2020, will be Avrami's favorites of 2020, which is great because everybody can attack him <laughs> when he when he does his favorite list. Because <laughs> you know what happens when you do a favorite list? <laughs> you get uh, destroyed for not including certain favorites. <laughs> so Avrami tomorrow between 11 and 1. With Avrami's favorites of 2020. That should be fun. That should, I'm going to try to tune into that. I think we'll be driving back around that time. and try to tune into that and see if he uh, reads the app comments that might be unfriendly. I Maybe I'll toss in a couple of unfriendly app comments. Keep Avrami on his toes when he does his favorites. Just kidding, of course. Wednesday morning broadcast. More coming up. It's JM in the AM.
J.M. the A.M. with Ari Boyanju. Ashrecha is the name of that one. Michal Przanski, Ali Yisrael Shalom. Ani Yisrael, done by Gershon Veroba, Mordechai Shapiro's Ain Ode Milvadon. Amir Dadon and Shuli Rant had been Kodesh Lachol to open up that set. Uh, actually, uh, yeah, I forgot that. We, <laughs> I forgot I had announced those before. Uh, but yeah, there they are, the songs of the last half hour here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning broadcast, congratulations to the One Israel Fund and to all their amazing donors. Almost 1,000 donors got them to 512,000 last night. The original goal, 360, then 500,000, and eventually it ended with $511,896. Congratulations to all those who support uh, one Israel Fund, you are supporting a great cause when you do it. And uh, it was great to be part of that. Uh, Sunday night, it's going to be Makar. Charity.com slash Makar. Go to MakarDisabilityServices.org. MakarDisabilityServices.org. We're ready for the big event Sunday night, smack in the middle of their fundraising campaign. Joey Newcomb, Benny Freeman, they're both part of it. I am... Uh, Sorry about that. I am looking forward to hosting. I am looking forward to hosting on Sunday night between 8 and 10 p.m. Charity.com slash Makar. Charity, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y dot com slash Makar. Makar does amazing work on behalf of the community, as we'll be able to outline on Sunday night, as we discussed yesterday with Dr. Glicksman, and we have an opportunity to support them in uh, every which way, especially financially, this coming Sunday night to get set for that. Ready to bring that to you, and I hope you'll tune in on Sunday evening. Um, this portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Enjoy a 10% discount on all Abel's and Hyman products at kosherdogs.net with promo code RADIO. A&H has been serving the kosher world since 1954, and A&H products are available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. I am told Rabbi Goldwasser has the day off. We'll move on with more coming up on a uh, Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM. Did it die? Did it die? I did it, I 
Temporary things. We go for life the same old thing. 
עברו אלפי שנים ועדיין מנסים לחשוב ולהבין איך זה יכול להיות שעם קטן אחד אשר יושב בדד עוד חי ולא עבד מי יגנה את הסוד?
I hate to interrupt Yaakov Shweki's Those Were the Days. We have a very, very important conversation coming up here at JM in the AM. Music-filled hour. Uh, Yoni Z had La Netzach. You heard Lamplighters done by Moshe Hecht, Avi Peretz, and Altfached, Melech Ozer from Chaim Israel. Avremo with Ototo. Ashrecha was Ari Boyanju. And you're listening to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. I thank you for tuning in. A big day. Big day. I posted that picture of Jonathan Pollard kissing the ground in Israel. And it's just amazing. Those of us who prayed for him, advocated for him. So many people who did so much more than we did, frankly. We didn't do anything. We we did pray for him and advocate whenever we could. But those who were really with him on the front lines of this of this battle, we say mazal tov to all of you. You've seen this day where Jonathan Pollard arrived in Israel and was greeted by the Prime Minister of Israel. Simply remarkable. And um, he was arrested back in 1985, and now at the end of 2020, he makes it to the Holy Land. Pretty amazing. J.M. and the A.M. on a Wednesday morning. Yes, a very important conversation coming up first. I just want to remind everybody about ShopEichlers.com. ShopEichlers.com. It is the final day of their iKeepa sale. If you've never seen the selection of iKeepote under the brand iKeepa, you got to check it out. Go to shopiclose.com, shopiclose.com, and you will see there uh, an amazing array of really, really nice, dignified keepote, a lot of fun keepote, and a whole bunch of accessories. It's all there. And you have till midnight tonight. You have till midnight tonight to save at shopiclers.com and iKeepas. Uh, also, remember Eichler's in Borough Park. Shopiclers.com has same-day delivery to Borough Park, Flatbush, Williamsburg, Crown Heights, Staten Island, Queens, Five Towns, Far Rockaway, Muncie, Monroe, Teaneck, Lakewood, Tom's River, and Jackson, New Jersey. Take advantage. Details at shopiclers.com, shopiclers.com. You know, Mayor Weingarten is going to be here tomorrow. He'll be here tomorrow at JM in the AM, and I thank him in advance. <laughs> I'm taking half a day off. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe, we. what did we say? That since the start of COVID, I took one day Cholamoid and one day Thanksgiving. So now I'm taking half a day because today's my day off, but I'm working here this morning. So, But I'm not, believe me, for somebody who's never worked a day in his life, I am, I'm not complaining for a second. I'm just thanking Mayor Weingarten for giving me a break so he'll be here tomorrow morning. Also, Avrami's doing the live lunch tomorrow. It's going to be an interesting Thursday live lunch. It's Avrami's favorites of 2020. Feel free to attack him on the NSN app <laughs> for the songs that he chooses. <laughs> We're setting Avrami up for success. Good ratings when you're attacked on the app. Uh, just kidding, of course. Avrami's going to choose his favorites. 11 until 1 tomorrow. He's also on today, 11 until 1, with the um, with the live lunch. So make sure to be tuned in. You'll be glad you did. Hey, our friends at Partners in Torah are encouraging people, everybody out there, to become a mentor or a student. They're encouraging everybody to be a mentor or a student. If you'd like to learn more about our heritage, become a student. If you want to be somebody who enhances their life by helping those who want to learn more about our heritage, become a mentor. Go to partnersintorah.org, partnersintorah.org, or call 1-800-STUDY-42, 1-800-STUDY, the number four, and then the number two for all the uh, information. <clears throat> there you go. Well, many of you may recall that um, we had a period of time 
uh, around World Series time, where we were really serious about speaking about Jews and sports. Uh, it started with Steve Adelsberg, who'll join us in a minute, uh, when he was telling us some amazing Nick stories, uh, some incredible um, uh, 72 Olympic stories. With Remember with Reggie Jackson, Ken Holtzman, etc. Uh, told us some great uh, baseball, basketball um, uh, tales that were related to our community. And then it drifted into this uh, amazing event that both he and uh, Ralph Rosenbaum sponsored when Ron Bloomberg was with us. We did a big Zoom event, had a great crowd, and a wonderful conversation with the designated Hebrew. And all of this led Dr. Joel Rosenshine to contact me to let me know that he had an amazing baseball story for those who um, who remember some of the greats in the world of the MLB. So I have two guests with us live via telephone. One, of course, is Steve Adelsberg, who is officially our our sports consultant. If he wasn't, we just made him our sports consultant now. Steve, good morning and welcome back to JM and the AM. Good morning, Nachum, and thank you for the title. Let yeah, me tell you something. It goes on the resume, we're, top of the resume. We're, di- we're dishing out titles the way Kyrie Irving dishes out those assists, I'm telling you. <laughs> Assist this man could hit this man hits bank shots and he's and he's one guy when he hits that bank shot he doesn't have to call bank I'm you, telling you right now he's that good you know what's funny about his bank shot is that for all of us who practice that over and over and over and only you know could hit it even from short distance maybe fifty percent at a time it's amazing how he's perfected it just incredible um, so yes that's our shout out to Kyrie Irving who comes in the same neighborhood that I grew up in uh, and our second guest today is a legend in the Jewish community for a variety of reasons. And we know him a very, very long time. And he cl- some of you may find this hard to believe. He claims to have an amazing baseball tale that we promised to tell with Steve Adelsberg on the phone. And that's our wonderful friend, Dr. Joel Yosef Shimon Rosenshein, who's with us live via telephone. Dr. Rosenshein, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Rob to be on your radio show with City, I used to go, but I don't know. East Side, they don't let me in there. <laughs> yeah, we don't let anybody in right now. <laughs> but but maybe one day you will visit us here, please, God. And it's wonderful, please, God. wonderful to have you on the air. You, of course, have spoken to us over the years about so many important causes. But when we found out that you have a story to tell that's of significance uh, when it comes to our discussions on the air about old-time baseball and stories that are meaningful to our community, we said, you know what? we got to get Dr. Rosenshine on. To tell the story. So Steve Adelsberg's listening. I'm listening. Thousands of people are listening. Dr. Rosenshine, tell us. Tell us. What is this story all about? So in 1937 or 48, I can't remember which year, I was in Yeshiva, but Friday, for some reason, we had off. I can't remember why. And there were two older guys. I wasn't even by mitzvah yet. Maybe I was just by mitzvah. And we found out that if you check the schedule of all the teams who were then only on trains, not on planes, they would come into Penn Station if we knew where they were the day before. So we would check the schedule from Detroit or from Chicago, and we would go to Penn Station, the teams. And we knew that they were going in a tunnel from Penn Station. Did we lose you, Dr. Rosenstein? Where are you? Yeah, the, the story's already amazing. <laughs> the story's already amazing. What happened to him? I can't believe this. Steve, we may need to turn to you to tell the rest of the story, even if you don't know it. You may just have to make it up. You may, you may have to make it up as you go along. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, you know, once you heard him say that they're checking schedules to head to Penn Station to meet the players, you you already you already knew this was a great story, right? You got it. You got it. Dr. Yeah, Rosen. Uh, Dr. Rosenshine, Dr. Rosenshine, we lost you somewhere in Penn Station and we are gripped right. we are gripped by this tale. Please continue. So we would follow them from Penn Station to the New Yorker Hotel and we would get their signatures. So I met all the greats, Joe DiMaggio, Tommy Hedrick, Bill Keller, uh, Bill Dickey, and I think Phil Vizzuto, too, and even Bob Feller. I was with Bob Feller in the elevator in the New Yorker Hotel. He had one inside my book. Oh, my gosh. And there was a little lady there, Salvation Army uniform, and she says to Mr. Feller, what would this American boy think of us if you don't sign his book? She embarrassed Mr. Feller, and he signed the (gasps) book. So you had an yeah. you had an autograph book with you, and everyone you just mentioned signed it. That's correct. Oh Plus others, and I would get their pictures and put it in the book. Oh my god! Now when I got married, I had some very from cousins through my wife, Rav Kalman Winter, Oliver Shalom, a Rav, and at the end in Washington D.C. And he borrowed my book, but he didn't realize that his mother had a habit of sometimes buying new furniture. And the book went out with one of those pieces of furniture. And that's why I oh talked God. to Nachem Siegel. Otherwise, I'd be a multimillionaire today selling that book with all those signatures. I, 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 I am devastated by the end of this story. I am devastated. That's, that's what happened with the book. So, I, so I'm not a multimillionaire, but you know, we have the Rabbeinu Shalalem. That's better than everything. But it was a great story, and I, I'll never forget the looks on these people when we would follow them. How did you know we were coming in? We just checked the schedule. It was so silky. There were these two older guys in my year, the Ellenberg brothers, and they were the ones who took me there. And it was so exciting to meet these men. You know, for a kid like me at 12, 13 years, and I was a Yankee. I lived in the Bronx. I was a big Yankee fan all the years. I mean, you met the Maggio. That's yeah, so DiMaggio in person as a kid. That, by the way, for your generation, that that was probably the iconic figure in this country. If you were asked, then name the one person you want to meet. That would have been the answer. That's correct. That's correct. He used Joe to, DiMaggio. He Joe DiMaggio was one person. Like one second. So one second. One second. Doctor Rosenstein, go ahead. What would you say? Say it again. He didn't have to catch the ball. He. Loaded up right. between left and right. Exactly. Right. Never watch it. He was a floater. He was so beautiful he, to watch. He never ever remember. run. He was just like floating in that outfield. I remember it like today. I can see him floating across the whole set of field. If you remember, Nachum and Jack, the good doctor, 1947, when they playing the Dodgers in the World Series. Yep, I remember Maggio this. Maggio hits a ball to yep. left field where yep. Al Giafrandro yep. makes a great catch. Correct. And... And, and, like, it's, it's a picture of Joe DiMaggio rounding second. He makes the catch, and he kicks the, and he kicks the stand up in the air. Yep. They all said, it's the only time they saw DiMaggio show emotion. Correct. So, I remember that. I remember that. That's great. I remember that film. Oh, my gosh. Uh, by the way, uh, Steve Adelsberg has people in his firm right now looking up what a book with both DiMaggio and Bob Feller's signature would be worth. Uh, Steve, Steve, have they gotten back to you yet? I'd like to torture Dr. Rosenstein more after well, that, bo- I after that book. Well, I one thing that I have. I have something comparable to that from my good friend, Sully Bemack. So B Mac is about the same age as you are, Doctor. I'm a little younger, a little younger. And he grows up in Brooklyn in the 50s. What they used to do, this is amazing, because this is a story that 
gives you a, a little bit of how the players were and how open it was, as the doctor just said. You, you saw him coming off the train. Right. Sully Bemack would go down to Ebbets Field. He would see the guard where they had the players' cars parked. Back then, they all drive convertibles. What he would do, Sully Bemack would do, he would drop, the guard would let him into the parking lot. He would drop postcards, self-addressed postcards, <laughs> into the car. He would then, t- the guy would, the, 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 the uh, players would come out, he would tell which cards, and the players would take the time, sign the postcards, and mail it back. He, has, he, he was good. He had the good fortune of never lending me the book, so he still has it. Unbelievable. He has, he has Jackie, he has all the Dodgers, Jackie Robinson, Pee Wee Reese, Carl Perillo, Don Newcomb, Roy Campanella, all send back the postcards signed on it. Unbelievable. Steve Adelsberg, Dr. Joel Rosenstein with us. By the way, whoever's speaking in the background in one of your locations, please ask them not to. <laughs> I'm, I'm gripped by these tales, and I and, and, and we, we, need to, we need to be able to speak uninterrupted. Dr. Rosenstein, am I wrong? I had, I had surmised... I, I thought maybe I dreamt this. I thought you mentioned to me something about Babe Ruth. Was there any inca- was there any encounter? Oh no, 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 no. Never met, never met the Babe. But I want to make it very clear, Abnachem. This is a Torah saddle, Torah station. You're known for your Torah. I'm so glad that I had the Talmud Winter and his brother for relatives was much more important than all the baseball <laughs> in the world. That's what saved Steve, us. That's Steve, what Steve, I want the message to get across. Steve, Steve, it, yeah. sounds, it sounds like Dr. Rosenstein has great grandchildren to marry off. Great, great, great grandchildren, great and grand, both. Well, nothing. Everybody, and everybody should be happy and good. And baseball was a good thing to watch for a little bit time. <laughs> tell you that, come right. over. Don't forget it, guys. You're the best. I have to tell you, when it comes to Babe Ruth, a good doctor. One, one second, one second. Dr. Rosenstein, what? Say it again. I'm a Russian bear with Salvation's Talbot. I know. You were in the rub shear. I was in the rub shear for three years. And I bet and you and, and I bet you at some point in those three years the rub said something about baseball. There must have been some example. There must no, have been nothing. No, nothing. I don't yes. Put that baseball away. He said, <laughs> put that baseball away. <laughs> he was cool like Tyra and and, and and the rub's greatness is not recognized by enough people. He was so much Tyra, he was a so, Philosophically, a brilliant person. You just watch the vote on Vayachi. I just read this Shabbos on Vayachi, where he talks about his days in Suslovich when he was a little kid in the middle of the night. Who's in, who's night. in the background over there? There's somebody who has to stop speaking. We can't hear Dr. Rosenstein. Go ahead, Doc. This last Vayachi of Yosheber reminds about he was an eight year old kid in Suslovich. Right. And it was after Hanukkah, right. and it was dark, and they went with lanterns to the Rebbe. They had a Chabad Rebbe, which is another story. And they were depressed. And then the Rebbe says, what, depressed? We just learned about the Father Yaakov is alive. What does it mean the Father Yaakov is alive, says Rabbi Yosemar. And the Rebbe said to them, is your father alive? Then he turns to another kid, your father's a blacksmith. But he's your father. He has been hugging him. You have to follow everything from your father and your grandfathers. And that's the verse. Wow. I was trying to bring out eight-year-old kids in the dark of the night in Suslovich. Wow. Very nice. Very, very nice. 
Uh, Dr. Rosenshine and Steve, I want to make a recommendation to you based on what Dr. Rosenshine just said. And and Dr. Rosenshine, I don't mean to to intimate that you have a computer or a smartphone. After all, again, you have great-grandchildren to marry off. But if you have an opportunity, you must watch, you must watch the conversation that Rabbi Ephraim Goldberg had on video with Rafershal Schechter, his Rebbe. Uh, I, didn't, I, I didn't watch it, but I heard about oh, it. Oh, you have to watch it. First of all, plenty about the Rav, obviously, and many other Gedolei Torah that Rav Schechter interacted with. But the covered, the tremendous respect that you will see a Talmud give his Rebbe, the same, I'm sure, that you had uh, for the Rav of blessed memory, it is simply unbelievable. So you have to watch it at some point. You will be inspired. I will watch it, but Rav Schechter was my Talmud, wow. believe it or not. He was my Talmud for Chumash in Rav Tenlashia, and I would teach Chumash every Tuesday. And Rav Herschel will uh, tell you that it's true that I did teach him Chumash, and he considered me one of his rabbis. Wow. So, <laughs> Dr. Wow. Junior, does, does anyone here remember Rabbi Morris Chait? Of course. My father was Rabbi Morris. Rabbi Morris. Right. Now, Rabbi Morris Chait was a teacher, was a Rebbe in MTA, Yeshiva University. Correct. I know. Now, okay. My father was very he close was... to him. My, my father's plaque, uh, the, after he passed away, we have a plaque for my father and mother in Rabbi Chait's Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. Right. So, uh, so the question becomes like this. He was a teacher at MTA, and he told us, very simply, he said, he has a baseball signed by Babe Ruth. Wow. Right. So, wow! Well, and he was, and he was, when he was lifter, I would pay the shiver call, and I had one question for the son: <laughs> Which, who's getting the Babe Ruth baseball? Oh wow! They all perked up. They all smiled. They all laughed. <laughs> they said, "They said I have to tell you, a number of years ago, my father decided to sell it. We all thought we were going to buy a summer home somewhere. <laughs> we all thought it was going to be big, big, big." He said he could only get at that time twenty five hundred dollars for it. Wow, that was it. So you know. Wow. Oh my gosh! I'll tell yeah, you. That, I'd love to know the story about how he got that baseball signed by Babe. Right. The only thing I could say when you go back, if you all remember, you all remember in the Lower East Side was the Biana Rebbe. Right. The Biana and two and Zuckerman, your old neighborhood, two forty seven East Broadway. Right. And his daughter was, you know, the Rebbitson, our Rebbitson in Sackett Lake. Uh, Shalom. She was a beautiful lady. She was just, and she used to say that all the rebbies would come to her father because her father was neutral. He never had fights with anybody. So the Safarov, Elder Novinskarov, they all came for meetings. They came to her house. And I said, that's unbelievable. And then she's telling me a story how her brothers took her to Yankee Stadium. So I said, hold it, hold it, hold it. Are you going to tell me you saw Babe Ruth? Lou Gehrig and Joe DiMaggio play? I go, yeah. And you sat with the Satma Rebbe? You got the most unique person in the world. You sat with all the Rebbe's, your father was a Rebbe, and you got the Yankee Stadium. I said, you got to tell this to my boys. Get them some inspiration. When I, write, when I try to tell my boys, we love sports, but remember, we don't do this for a living. Woo! <laughs> Boy. I say, when it comes, and I, I appreciate you saying, Doctor, is that, you know, it's a means to an end. But it's not the end. By the way, Steve, I want to make you jealous. I am sitting. Let me just figure this out for a second. I'm sitting about about four tenths of a mile from the Bianer Stiebel right now. 
<laughs> that's to be honest, Evil. 247 East Broadway. You yeah. got it. By the way, by the way, Dr. Rosenstein, the only neighborhood in the world where the Bianerstiebel and the Mizrahi could be next door neighbors, right, Steve? The only neighborhood in the world. <laughs> Correct. 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 This is true. There's a tremendous there's a tremendous story about the Bianer Rebbe and yeah. the Satmar Rebbe. Yeah. It's a great, great story. In nineteen forty seven, the Satmar Rebbe comes for a bracha because he just came from Europe. He comes for a bracha and he says to the Vienna Rebbe, Everything's gonna be like the Altaheim. I'm keeping everything. The way we dress, the way we talk Yiddish, the way we give our kids names, we're keeping it, he says of course in Yiddish, we're keeping it the same, the Altaheim. The Vienna Rebbe says, I'm sorry. It can't be done. Remember the Vienna Rebbe has been here since nineteen twenty eight. Right. His daughter had his daughter had to see Babe Ruth. Right. So, <laughs> so this is twenty this is twenty years before and he says it can't be done. Rebbe said, the Sam Rebbe says, okay, give me a bracha. Gives him a bracha and he goes. The Biana Rebbe calls his son Yisrael Friedman, Lover Shalom, who just had his your site last week. And he says to Yisrael Friedman, he says to his son, give him an envelope, bring this to the Satmarov. His son looks at the envelope and it's filled with $2,000 of cash in small bills. He says, he says to his father, I have two questions for you. First of all, yesterday, you were so against this idea of him, and then today, and I got to ask you, where did you get two thousand dollars from? <laughs> we don't have that kind of money. And, he, and the Rebbe says like this: This is the beautiful part. He says, when I came in 1928, I also said, I want to keep everything like the Altaheim. I couldn't do it. You couldn't be done. I couldn't do it. But I knew one day I'm going to meet somebody who can do it. Yesterday. I met the man. Wow. I've, been, I've been saving dollar bills every week for the last 20 years to be ready for that man. Now I am. Bring it to the Satma Rebbe for his yeshivas. Wow. Wow. That was, that, that's after. You should know that all the chasadim, RCCS, Rofacholim Cancer, the Hatzalab uh, things, Dikacholim, all comes out of Satma. The greatest chasadim we're all from Satma, and we're all benefiting from the whole Satma background and what they do for Claudiusville. Amen. You're right, 100%. But I got to believe, I don't think the Satma Rebbe took one to Yankee Stadium where these kids do. You know, they didn't have that in the outside. <laughs> one of the things I remember, I literally landed back in 2008. I landed back um, in the U.S. after my father's funeral in Israel. The phone ring. We daven shachers. We we were late because you know you know what the traffic's like on the Van Wick early in the morning. Um, so we were late, but we finally made shachers here at eight o'clock. And right after shachers, my phone rang, and it was uh, somebody who uh, was in the room um, years and years and years ago. Obviously, when my father had an encounter with the Satmareb and ended up being a shliach for him for something that had to be done in Israel. And I'll never forget that was the very with all the stories I heard, and boy did I hear a lot of stories. And Dr. Rosenshine was the last person. I know this is going to sound eerie, but Dr. Rosenshine was the last person to speak to my father during his lifetime. You remember that, Dr. Rosenshine, of course. Absolutely. We went downstairs after we had been on the program fundraising, and I asked him if I can give him a ride, and he said, "No, no, I have my car. I'm visiting somebody in New Jersey." I said, "Well, have a great day. Don't to hate." Unbelievable, and it was all over just a few minutes later. But uh, I remember that 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 was of all the stories I heard, the very first one 
was uh, was about uh, my father and the Satmar Rebbe. A lot of people know about his relationship with the Lubavitcher Rebbe, but this was Satmar. Anyway, I must get this conversation back on track. Dr. Rosenstein, I know I know the whole thing about the great-grandchildren, but Steve and I have one question for you. Could, do you recall the first time you were ever at a Major League Baseball game? No, not really. I, I mean, I went regularly, but I don't remember. So where was it in Ebbets Field? Was it in Yankee Stadium? Where was oh, it? Oh, Yankee Stadium. I never went there. How how far how how far did you live from Yankee Stadium? Um, you could walk it on a Shabbos in about uh, forty minutes. I was on Tremont and Southern Boulevard. And the rabbi there, the rabbi on Tremont Avenue, was Rabbi Chalap and Rabbi Peretsky. Shalom, Rabbi Chalap. Wow. Rabbi Peretsky, Young Israel. My father was the treasurer of the Young Israel. Wow. And um, if you walk to the Grand Concourse from my house, was I'd say fifteen twenty minutes. To get down to 163rd Street, probably another 20, 20, 30 minutes. Steve, you. Steve, you remember Ari Peretsky? Yeah, I remember Ari Peretsky. Remember Ari Chalaf? Yeah. That's the same one. You? Great Rabbanim. Great Rabbanim. Those were, those were our Rabbanim in the east side. Ari Chalaf actually married my parents. It was the Masada Kedush. I made parents, both my sisters. And uh, Peretsky was at my... Uh, that was uh, part of my Masada Kedushin together with Rabbi Ruchim Gorelik, my Rabbi Muvuk, and uh, some other. Uh, Abe Averick. You all know the name Abe Averick. He was on the Maikopa, too. Yeah, that wasn't he YU basketball? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, but he was also a. I was involved with uh, a community. Community. I did Chazanim uh, placement for YU for a couple of years, so Abe Averick knew me very well. Um, you know the story with Rabbi Gorelik and the Aguda Convention, right? I'm not sure which one you're talking okay, about. Okay, so I will I will discuss that one with you all off the air. Uh, <laughs> and and when you say and just to clarify, because there are a lot of people from different generations listening, when you mean Rabbi Harlap, I assume you mean the Rabbi Harlap of our generation's father. Oh no no, Zulin's father. Right, Zulin's father. Right, yes, right, right, right. right, right. <laughs> so I may, I want to clarify because people are listening, and I want to make sure yeah, they yeah. they so know. Zulin and I once came from a YU alumni uh, something weekend up in uh, maybe it's just the day I don't remember. We came. It was. 12 12 midnight, uh, we were driving home, and he says, let's stop in the yeshiva. I said, I'm drooling at 12 midnight. No, I want to show you the 21 spurrow my father is ready to go to print. <gasps> wow. wow. And we came into the base medrash 12 midnight to a plenty of Bachrim learning wow. in the base medrash at Hitzel Al-Khana. And um, people don't realize that Yitzhak Al-Khanan, till today, has a full base medrash as boys learning all the time, maybe a little different than the yeshivish of uh, Borough Park and Flatbush and Lakewood, but the Torah is there, and the Torah is before everything else. Yeah, I, 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 I could tell you, because I'm very familiar with the next generation, because I have a lot of nephews in the Torah world, I could tell you how many of them are, are traveling up to Washington Heights from Lakewood and Borough Park occasionally to take oh, yeah. to take in the experience that you're talking about. Absolutely. There are a bunch you, of you, you brought back a memory, Dr. Rogers, because my Zeta used to always say, I didn't go to YU, I went to Rabbi Yitzhak Al-Khan. Right. and I never talk about YU. I talk about Rabbi and my donations go to Rabbi Yitzhak because that's the center of all that's good at Yeshiva University. It's Rabbi Yitzhak was the center, and it still is the center. And Rabbi Herschel Shechter's Ogazun sign, everybody's eating OU, whether they eat Satma, whether they eat okay, the chemicals are all OU. OU is the kashrus place for everything. And people have to recognize it. Belsky, all of a shalom, together with Rav Shech, the Zolgazan are keeping all of 
I don't know how this conversation keeps going off track, but I have one, I have one last question. Uh, Dr. Rosenstein, when's the most recent time you were at a Major League Baseball game? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm, not, I'm only 21 years old. You think I stopped going? What are you <laughs> have you been to a game in the last 10 years? I need to know. No, no. 20? 20? 30? I'm too busy going to see him at Shasin. I can't be busy with baseball. You're too busy listening to Jam and the AM on the NSN app. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can't thank You're you. Welcome. Anytime you have box seats for us to go together, I'll go with you. But you got to help me. You know, my walking is not as great as it used to be. By the way, by the way, we're on the call with the right person because if we go with yes, Steve, if we go with Steve Adelsberg, not only can we get a baseball game, we'll have a delicious dinner as well. <laughs> Okay, ready to go whenever you guys call me. I'm one second, to- one second. What was the kosher stand like in the 1940s in Yankee Stadium, Dr. Rosenstein? <laughs> what was the co- it wasn't what- kosher. Maybe there was some ice cream you can get, certainly some sodas. That's about it. Did your parents let you buy the Cracker Jack or not? <laughs> I remember. My parents didn't come with me. My parents were not in the stadium. I went with other people. <laughs> Dr. Rosenstein, thank you so much for joining us. Be well. Nice to meet you. Wow. Oh, yeah, so, thank you, Doctor. So, thank you so, so much. So Steve Adelsberg and Dr. Rosenshine, both of whom are drowning in work in Jewish organizations and the Jewish community, have never met before. You've never met Dr. Rosenshine. I never have. Interesting. I never have. I am glad. I'm, I am looking very much forward. Yeah. Like, when I'm going to see him, I'm going to go right over to him. Yeah, are you <laughs> kidding me? He'll love the stories that you have. I'll tell you that much. Um, I have to tell wow. you, it's great. These are, these are great stories. I mean, but I, today I will call my friend Sully Beamer. I mean, I'm going to show you Nachum, this album that he has of postcards. Yeah, I must, I must see that. The, the, the players actually took the time. They left their cards opened that they could put a, 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 a postcard in them, and they mailed it back to them. I love it. it I love it. Was like, you know, that was like, I always was always fascinated by the whole logistics of the event. It was just great. You know, it's amazing. Uh, the autograph stories that end well, like the Bob Feller one, and the autograph yeah, yeah. and the autograph stories that end poorly, both of them get so much attention. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, my my late brother never got over Andy Bathgate not signing his autograph book on a <laughs> yes, Sunday yes. night outside of Madison Square Garden. He never got over number, it. To the point. Number nine. To the number point, nine, Andy Baskin. To the point that when my brother was dying, this is 100% true, when my brother was dying, I tried to contact Andy Bathgate just to see if I could have him speak to him. Because I, 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 I can you imagine? That? That's what kind of obsession he had that Andy Bathgate never it's signed like, that autograph no. book. <laughs> I, 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 rem- I remember Norm Sherry moving, renting a house in East Meadow as a kid, and he was playing for the Mets then. He, of course, was the old Dodger, and Norm Sherry was the one who gave Sandy Koufax the great advice of, hey, just, just slow down the fastball a little bit, get it over the plate. And this was 1959, and his brother, of course, was Larry Sherry. Both of them were Jewish. And Larry Sherry was the was the hero of the 1959 Los Angeles Dodger World Series, which they won the championship against the Chicago White Sox. That was only one, the only year between wow. 50, between 47 and 62, 64, the Yankees didn't win the pennant. They didn't win it that year, and then 59, and they didn't win it, of course, in 54. Right. But that was like you know. But hey, you know, wow. uh, you know. So I remember knocking on Norm Sherry's door. And asking him for an autograph, I remember you talk about autographs. That's, I remember going to the '64 World Series. That's unbelievable. Sorry, 
the 64 World's Fair. We went to the right. World's Fair, remember? Right. And we had, and the every day when the when the visiting team would come to Shea Stadium at the time, they would go, they would go and visit the World's Fair. <laughs> and we were in we were in school the same day the Chicago Cubs and my friend still has Ernie Banks' autograph. Oh my gosh. And the funny thing, and Ernie Banks, he first gave him a pen and what you record, and the pen didn't write, he just scribbled. So he gave me Ernie Banks' scribble. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> you got the scribble and he got the real autograph. You got to believe it. You got it. You know, my life. <laughs> my, my, uh, my brother, who I just mentioned, was at Bunnings Perfect Game, Shea Stadium 1964. I think it was Father's Day 1964. Father's Day, Father's Day June 19th. I was in my backyard listening to it. In never, fact, Nuckham, it, have you ever been to a perfect game? I was just, no just going to ask you. I was never at a perfect game or no hitter were you. No, never was. That's unbelievable never all was. the games you've been to. Uh, and right. I, I remember he actually sold. He actually sold. Uh, this was before he got sick. I mean, he didn't, he didn't do it, you know. He just felt he didn't need it anymore. He sold the program that he kept, the scorecard that he kept Whoa. from that game. And, yeah, Bunning's perfect game. I'll, t- I mean, I, I'll tell you, that, that, that to be at a no-hitter or a perfect game, it, people don't realize how rare it is. I know it happens a lot during the season, you know, whatever it is, five, nah, ten times. It, it happens more now, but right. you know, growing it's, up was far oh. and few between. And there were, some, the, there were some years, there were some streaks of years where it just never happened. Now it well, you more remember, fun. I think it was sure we're talking about Babe Ruth today. I remember the story. Babe Ruth in 1918 is pitching for the Boston Red Sox. He, he, the first batter, he, he walks and he right. argues with the umpire. Right. And right. he gets thrown out of the game. Right. The relief pitcher comes in right. and he pitches a perfect game. And right. they throw out, the runner gets caught stealing. And the question always was, is that considered a perfect game? And, of course, it wasn't. Now, one second. That was caught stealing or a double play? You sure it was caught stealing? I, I like, would go with court stealing, but I wouldn't. I can't. I, I know that I. I'm gonna, I can't. I'm gonna have to get my staff on this, Steve. I'm gonna have to get them. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm gonna have to get you them researching. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I, I don't remember. Course, I, I remember I the whole court stealing. Yeah. I thought it was. Because well, like, either way, either way, yeah. they would have faced the minimum number of batters. Either way, right. it was a double right. play or right. court stealing. So, right, that was the that was the big Shyla. You know, that right. we really consider that. And uh, that was like the history there. I mean, like, uh, you know, he, but, but wow, we've gone from we've gone from Babe Ruth to the that was B- a great interview. Yeah, that was a great interview. We've, we've gone from Babe Ruth, you know, we've gone from Babe Ruth to the Beyond Rib. Only, only on Jay. By the way, everybody. By the way, everybody. On the topic of only on JM and the AM, that's right. Babe Ruth and Beyond Reb. It's the only place you're going to hear conversations like this. Keep us in mind. Tomorrow's the last day of the year. If you've waited till now to give a, a, a final end of year donation, go to fjbunity.org. Fjbunity.org. And for those of you who can't stand when I do sports conversations on the air, I hope you weren't listening for the last half hour. <laughs> so, <laughs> sim- simple as that. Simple as that. Uh, anyway, Steve, uh, I thank you. Thank, uh, we'll have to plan the next one. The next one that I have, there's yeah. so, there's somebody who is very involved in telling baseball stories, who wrote an incredible story that I about about Jews and baseball that I was shocked I didn't know about, and I'm gonna bring you on when I get this guy on to see if you've heard of this one. So prepare yourself. Okay. Prepare yourself, my friend. Well, as I say right now, I'm gonna. I can't get my hat on. 
and my head is swelled because I'm now the sports consultant of JM and the AM. I got to tell you, no, I can't, you can't get better. Let me I'm just... going to work today. I'm, I'm resigning as my partner in my firm. I'm not doing anything. I'm a sports consultant. That's, what my, that's my top of my resume. Let me just check with my control room. Uh, is it sports consultant in there? Uh, it seems, yeah, it seems sports consultant is the right title. Yes, okay, sports consultant. For JMDM, I was thinking actually of bumping you up to an even more prestigious title, but we'll we'll keep you at this level for a while. <laughs> Very good. And by the way, I'm four tenths of a mile away for the Beyond Steeple, Just letting you know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh God! Next time I pass by. I'll... Yeah, right. Do you even know if they've been able to maintain a minion during COVID? You have any idea? Uh, for, uh, let's put it this way. I usually have the visitor. They usually come down to me, and we talk about ways of getting a minion, as you can imagine. So they, so there so, hasn't been? Probably not. Wow. When uh, Motion wow. Z Firestein was lifter, that was one of the um, – he was one of the stores of that minion. Wow. It's the same. Right. Unbelievable. Thank you, Steve Adelsberg. All the best. Only good things to you and your listening audience. You just be safe. We should just feel good. And remember, people, in this COVID right now, we're on third base. Rounding's coming home. I hope. You never want to get thrown out of home plate. I hope. I hope. That's been, that's been my policy. I don't want to mess this up now because we're, right, so, we're right. so close to the end. But I hope we don't, get, we don't get thrown out of home plate. I hope you're right, <laughs> right. about that. Let's hope it's over very soon. A uh, big thank you to Steve Adelsberg. Um, if you love – free-flowing, free-form conversations about sports and Judaism, and you came in in the middle of this, make sure to go later today to the archives at NahumSiegel.com or the NSN app. If you can't stand these conversations, make believe it never happened. JM and the AM on a Wednesday. Remember, tomorrow's the final day of the calendar. Oh, Mayor Weingarten is here tomorrow. i got to ask him to remind everybody. Tomorrow is the final day of the calendar year for all you procrastinators who've been saying since January the 1st, you know what? Nahum Siegel and his staff, they do good work. They do fun stuff. They keep me smiling every morning. They inspire me with what they do. I'm going to give them a few bucks. If you've been thinking that for the last 12 months, do us a favor and take care of it today. Go to fjbunity.org. Again, that's fjbunity.org. And, of course... We thank you. More coming up. It is a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.
can seem so hard to see the brighter side of things but when i look i find you master of everything the sunshine the thunder it all makes me wonder what tomorrow's gonna bring so i sing to you jack has been forever sing it for your name cuz everything gets better the more i grow and change the sunshine the thunder it all makes me wonder if i appreciate so i sing to you J.M. and the A.M. Ari Goldwagon Company with Ashira. You heard Kilolam Chazda. That's Joey Newcomb. Joey Newcomb and Benny Friedman, part of the Makar event on Sunday night. More about that in a moment. Anna Avda, of course, from big-time Alterheim. Once the uh, 
When Steve Adelsberg mentioned Alterheim, I said I got to get that song on. Wednesday morning, JM in the AM, Mayor Weingarten tomorrow. I thank him in advance with the Jonathan Pollard news and so many other things that are going on in Israel, including the record-breaking uh, vaccine distribution. Mayor will have a lot to talk about tomorrow and plenty of great music to play, of course. Mayor Weingarten for me on JM in the AM tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. for the final uh, JM in the AM of 2020. Make sure to join them. It's... Uh, guaranteed to be a great show and I thank him in advance also I'm going to ask him to remind everybody that tomorrow is the last day of the year uh, and a, a perfect time to support us here at uh, fjbunity.org again that's fjbunity.org those of you who are inclined to support us we thank you by the way I got a, a note I want to thank um uh, Ari and Sarah Senft of uh, Flushing, New York. They donated in honor of the birth of a baby boy to Yitzi and Shifra Senft. I hope Senft. I hope that's pronounced properly. May he be a true source of nachas to the family and all of Klal Yisrael. That's from Abba and Mommy Senft, and we say thank you from all of us here at JMN. I'm just going through some of the donations. Some of them uh, specifically asked that we don't announce them on the air. But I thank everybody who's responded, whether by mail or on the web. You can go to the web and give at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And if you'd like to just send a check, and as Ralph Rosenbaum reminded us yesterday, all you need is to make sure for your tax deduction that it's dated uh, the 30th or 31st of December. If you want to send the check, it's Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Again, you make it payable to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Again, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, Suite 3, New York City, 1002. Simple as that. And um, I thank you. I thank you very much. And again, you can go to fjbunity.org if you wish. Uh, speaking of Ralph Rosenbaum, uh, yesterday he offered a tremendous number of tax tips. If you missed miss the conversation, go back to it. Or you can email him, and he'll send you uh, the most recent emails he's been sending out to uh, his entire mailing list about what you need to know at the end of 2020. Uh, Ralph at TaxCPA2.com. Ralph at TaxCPA2.com. Simple as that. Ralph at TaxCPA2.com. Use that email address. I'll put you on the mailing list, and you'll get uh, a lot of very valuable information all year round, but especially now, as you can imagine. Um, if you could imagine, um, th- you know, th- this week, it really, <laughs> it's really valuable, <laughs> the information that he has. <laughs> so, again, it's Ralph at TaxCPA2.com. Yes, it's always valuable, his information, but, boy, this week, woo. Let me tell you, this week, did I mention that, this week? (laughs) Um, So I told you about tomorrow. Not only, by the way, will Mayor be on and we'll have a great Thursday schedule for the final Thursday of 2020, Avrami is going to be doing his favorites of 2020, which gives you an unbelievable opportunity to destroy him on the app. (laughs) Whenever someone does a list of favorites, all of a sudden, all of a sudden the place explodes. How could you forget this song? How could you not play this song? How could you include that one? So uh, you can be, I'm kidding, of course, about treating a rummy improperly. Only treat him properly. He deserves it. 
Uh, but you'll have an opportunity to uh, to toss in your recommendations tomorrow during the live lunch, 11 until 1, whenever Rummy sits in for us uh, during a Thursday live lunch. And Sunday night, you can make a difference, and that's the name of the campaign, Make the Difference, for our friends at Makar, Women's League Makar Disability Services. The other day, Dr. Glicksman did a tremendous job, a tremendous job explaining how the organization functions how it's been such a an unbelievable pride of the Jewish world for the last 50 years and how they've adjusted during COVID and their staff and volunteers have adjusted with them, which is amazing. Uh, we get to support them. We get to find out more by tuning in Sunday night. It'll be charity.com slash makor, charity.com slash makor. They're exactly four days and one hour away from making their um, campaign live. And on Sunday night in the middle of the campaign, we're going to be doing a live two-hour show with interviews, with plenty of entertainment, because Joey Newcomb and Benny Friedman will be there. And it should be a lot of fun. So make sure to be tuned in Sunday night and make the difference by going to charity.com slash makar, charity with a D, dot com slash makar, M-A-K-O-R. Achenu Yisrael and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at AlchemSegal.com and the AlchemSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved MSN app. And actually, for a lot of people, like in the Makar example, you, you want to give now. Today and tomorrow, last days of the year, so you could pre-donate right now at charity.com slash Makar. Yeah, some people don't want to wait until next week to do that, and obviously uh, those who want to participate Sunday uh, and Monday during the campaign, no problem. And we hope to speak to you Sunday night. Looking forward. Tomorrow, it's Mayor Weingarten. Friday, I plan on being back right here in this chair. So I hope you'll join us for both occasions, Mayor tomorrow and my return on Friday. And I thank all of you for tuning in. Plenty coming up all day long, including our Rummy's Live Lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Wednesday. And support us, please, at fjbunity.org. Till tomorrow, till next time, Malcolm Segal reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future.